Hey guys, welcome to another week of the OMAD Mama podcast, the fall series conversations with Marty. Um, We are knee deep into this fall series and I'm so excited about it. I've really been enjoying recording these conversations and I hope you've been enjoying listening to them. This week we have a special guest, a very good friend of mine. I've known her for years and she agreed to come on the podcast to discuss her intermittent fasting journey. And um, this episode is near and dear to my heart because she's a really good friend of mine. And I'm so glad that I was able to get her to come on and to talk about her journey and to share with you um, what she's been experiencing, her challenges, her successes, and um, and everything she's been doing with intermittent fasting. So sit back and take a listen. Hey everyone, welcome to the OMAD Mama podcast. My name is Marty Meshubi and this is your resource for everything OMAD, intermittent fasting, and health. OMAD stands for one meal a day. It just means that you eat within a one hour period and fast for the remaining 23 hours of the day. There are so many different ways to fast and we'll talk about those on this podcast. I have learned so much from my own OMAD and intermittent fasting journey, and I wanted to share with as many people as I could, so I decided to start this podcast. I also love talking with others who have incorporated OMAD and fasting in their life's journey, and I'm hoping to share their stories on this podcast as well. I found OMAD and fasting, and it completely reprogrammed my relationship with food while getting me in the best shape of my life. I'll be sharing my journey, advice, recipes, and tips that will keep you successful on your OMAD journey to a stronger and healthier you. This lifestyle has changed my life, so keep listening. It may very well change your life too. Today, we are welcoming a dear lifelong girlfriend of mine, Kara Fuller. Kara is the principal of Balu Stay High School in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. She is responsible for over 500 students. Now, I have to say that I am biased because she is my friend, and I have watched her in this role for several years now, and I'm always in awe of all the amazing work that she does and all the lives that are changed because of it. So, Right now, I just want to welcome Kara. Thank you so much for coming on to the OMED Mama podcast. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Marty. It's so nice to be here. And thank you for your kind introduction. I'm inspired by you too. Oh, thanks. Absolutely. So let's get into it and dig a little deeper. Give us a little background of yourself and how and why you decided to start intermittent fasting. But like you often talk about, I have been on a workout journey for a number of years and have always wanted to have a particular body type. And for me, I always wanted to have a certain level of muscle and tone. And I always um, was an athlete growing up and into my adult life, try to maintain that. But as we know that, you know, a good 30% of what we try to do is in the gym and the other percentage 
70% is really what we eat. So you could be exactly. working on every single day, but if you are not, if you do not have the food portion of your, um, of your routine together, then it doesn't matter. Right. And right. so like so many other people, I have really grappled and struggled with trying to find that right balance and have made strides in maintaining, but have really hit a plateau in my journey and felt like I was getting good muscle development, but you really weren't seeing what that really, the depth of what that was, because there was still this layer of fat that wasn't Mm -hmm. allowing the true definition to come through. And so that's kind of when I started my my OMAD, well, for me, intermittent fasting journey. So it's really interesting to hear you talk about how you hit a plateau while you were, you know, doing your exercise routine and realize that you, you weren't tapping into that, into the, into those fat cells, into the fat Mm -hmm. stores, um, to really help you, uh, define your muscle and, and really see some, um, muscle definition. And I love how you, um, target and focus on eating and food because I also found that to be um, a major thing for me even throughout my exercise routines and uh, things that I was doing it wasn't until I took a hold of what I was eating and in this particular case when I was eating that I really was able to tap into those fat stores and begin to really burn fat and see um, muscle definition and the the weight loss and all of those amazing things and benefits we see with with um, intermittent fasting. Definitely, and I also feel like um, for me, one of the key things was macros. I was counting my macros, and so many of us have you know done all of the research online and figured out how many proteins and carbs and what the fats need to be and then there's you know some science around when those proteins should be eaten and and you can do all those things and Mm -hmm. I have done I have gone down all those pathways Mm -hmm. but still even with that um you know I think being um edomorph which is just type of body type it still wasn't meaning that I was able to um really even with that perfect formula, get to the fat level, reducing mm. the amount of fat that I needed um, on a daily basis. And so mm-hmm. while I had started some intermittent fasting, just um, maybe even, you know, five or six hours, it, that really wasn't the trick for me. It really didn't shift until I um, did a full 16 hours of fasting mm. and still did my cardio and still ate a decent amount of macros during my eating window. That's when I really began to see the shift. That's awesome. I just got it. And I, and you and I talked about this. I just got a question the other day about um, someone who was afraid to start intermittent fasting mm-hmm. or even start um, eating one meal a day because they were afraid of, of muscle loss and afraid of not fulfilling their macros and I immediately thought of you because we had been talking about this previously mm-hmm. and and so you are you are not seeing the issue because the, I, I feel like that's a huge myth but you know intermittent fasting will 
um, you know, uh, make you lose muscle mass and um, you won't be lean and, and all of that. Can you talk a little bit more about that in your experience, what you're finding in your journey? So what I'm finding for me and my body type, and I do want to specify that I do think the journey depends on your specific body type and how your metabolism and you should very much listen to your body, right? Mm -hmm. Your body will Mm -hmm. tell you what it needs and how it feels. But for me, what I have found is that intermittent fasting gives me the time I really need so that my body can go into ketosis and get the fat, right? Mm -hmm. And really tap into some of those storage centers that it just wasn't going into. And I saw the biggest reduction both in my legs and my waist when Mm -hmm. I um, did some of looked at my inches with my trainer. And I think it's that, you know, the intermittent fasting um, does not um, produce muscle loss because you are still doing the level of cardio and strength training that you would normally do, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not reducing any of those things. Um, But what you're doing is giving your body an opportunity to really be hungry Mm -hmm. enough to go into those fat cells and do what it needs to do. And what I found is when I'm eating at two and during my eating window, I'm still not, I'm not eating more than I would normally eat. I'm still maintaining my macros and quite frankly, if not even less, just because I'm not, you know what I mean? Once you kind of... train your body Mm -hmm. I'm not starving Mm -hmm. um and so I haven't found that to be the case for me yeah I love that I love everything you just said it's like giving your body time to get hungry and not waiting for food to come in but being efficient enough to go into those fat stores and start to use and start to burn that fat for fuel um and also um, not feeling after a fast that you're starving because a lot of people think, oh, you fasted for 16 hours or you fasted for 18 hours or you fasted for 24 hours. The next time you eat, you're going to be starving and you're going to eat the whole kitchen. And I, I found that that wasn't the case. And it's, it's really good to always hear people reiterate that, that no, you're not, you're not starving. You're eating regular right? You're, you're eating normally. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I always find that to be um, one of these amazing facts about intermittent fasting is that you're, you're not gonna eat, you know, uncontrollably. I mean, I, I think it's, it's very also, it's also important to talk about um, binging, and mm-hmm. how sometimes you might, um, after a fast, just you might have a taste for so many different things and because you're going to fast, you know, after this eating window closes, it's like you want to put everything in there. Um, and that's, that's another important topic to discuss, yes, but, it is. you know, and, and so, but if you're not, if you're in that sweet spot where you know what you're going to eat, you feel good, you have your meal, you close your window, you move on, um, then that, that's awesome, you know. Um, but I do want to touch on that a little bit. Did when starting your intermittent fasting journey, did you ever feel um, like you you would 
binge after you opened your eating window? Did you ever feel like, oh, I want to eat everything? Or even oh, if you weren't yeah. hungry, like you just wanted to eat whatever? I think two things. One is, yes, I definitely had that moment, right? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. I was like, I deserve right. to <laughs> eat <laughs> this thing and that thing. Because I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Right. Mentally, I was like, I'm not going to eat for another how many hours? Let me right. eat it. Right. Um, but then I also... I also walked into the intermittent fasting phase step by step. So I started at 10 hours, then I moved it to 12. Mm -hmm. So I baby stepped myself into the process Mm -hmm. because for me, and I know you mentioned earlier that I, you know, I'm principal of a school, you know, sometimes when you get hungry, you get hangry. Yes. And it's one thing to be hangry in your cubicle. It's another to be hangry in a hallway with all these different students and personalities and situations. Yes. Teachers. And I really can't afford to be hangry. Right. I I can't be a grumpy, bumpy person because I didn't get my food intake. Right. Like Mm -hmm. that's not going to go well. Mm-hmm. for my day or anyone else's day. So I was very much concerned and I'm often very concerned about how I feel and what that means for how I engage with others because mm-hmm. I can very much escalate a situation all because I need a snack, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not good. I've done that before and been like, hey, three kids are spending today. Oh, no. <laughs> if I just would have had a candy bar, I would have been okay. Exactly. I been okay. <laughs> so I think that for me, I very much was intentional about how I walked into this experience. And then uh, also, at the same time, I also found that it gave me a little grace. So when mm-hmm. you do have the office snack, when you do have the birthdays, when you do mm-hmm. have things, you actually have room in your body to take on that, right? Mm-hmm. Like because you ate your little your meal, you actually have room. You can you can spare a Snickers, you can spare some Twizzlers, and still be just fine. Um, and then lastly, so I, I had to kind of ensure I didn't overdo that. And then lastly, I think going back to the macros is really knowing in your head what those are and still maintaining that in your window just mm-hmm. because you're intermittent fasting doesn't mean that if you were at you know 1500 calories and um 35 protein that now you're going to 1800 calories no mm-hmm. you're still within those that same calorie count you just may you're just delaying those calories right exactly exactly I love that. And I, and I'm so glad you touched on that because, um, a lot of people think you, you know, you, you're going to start intermittent fasting and you're just going to jump right in and do it. And that causes people to, to, to fail Mm -hmm. most times because they are, they do get hangry and, um, emotional and, you know, when you don't eat and you haven't eaten and you're not, and your body's not used to not eating, for an extended amount of time, it can be very difficult and and it can be very demoralizing and you feel like, okay, this is not for me. I can't do it. Um, but I love how you, you slowly um, walked into it. You didn't just jump into it. You gave yourself some time and you allowed yourself some room to get your body acclimated to this kind of, this, this 
period of time where you're not going to eat. And so how are you finding that now? Like, how do you, how's your mood in the day? And how, I mean, how, how are you getting your work done? Do you, do you feel like you're more productive? Do you, you know, as a principal of a school, you've got a busy day. How, yeah. how has intermittent fasting affected the way you work now? I very much find that, um, you know, my students don't eat, don't eat till two o'clock, which is a very late lunch. Mm -hmm. And so I eat with them at two. Okay. And I find that I, um, have energy. I can make it. It's not like, um, I'm starving, but it also gives me, um, a little bit of satisfaction when I say to them, look guys, I'm not eating till two either you know they very right much, we're in this together together right? the, the right. two o'clock thing is something that we can't change as a school it's two o'clock and they get you know hungry and grumpy mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm with them right I'm like no no I'm not even two o'clock either right so I find that I'm I'm motivated by it it's a goal mm. that I try to hit every day but I also want to be really honest that Sometimes I change my fasting window based on other things that are going on in life. And you yes. talked about that before. That's and right. I think people need to know that that is okay. You know, yeah. I yeah. know that, you know, sometimes I have these all day principal meetings where I'm sitting all day. Well, that is not going to be for me, the environment to fast because right. <laughs> I need to be able to stay awake and be able to engage and I just need to change my window. I don't need to, I need to change how that looks. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll change the window based on my workout, right? So mm-hmm. if we're doing a really, really crazy leg day and I actually need to carb up, then I'll do that and I'll, or I'll switch. I also do not intermittent fast every day of the week. I actually intermittent fast on the same days that I worked out, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday, and and most Fridays. But oh, okay. you know, I pick the days based on what else is going on in my life. Yeah, um, I'm consistent about those days, but it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to be successful fasting the if on some days, depending on my schedule and what else is happening. Right. That's fascinating because um, that's the other thing. Like people think that you. Um, if you're going to do intermittent fasting, like that's just, you just have to do that all the time forever. You know, I do because that's, that's my lifestyle. And I, and I always encourage people to do that, but it, but you on the, on the other hand, intermittent fast just a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. And you have, you have noticed, and, and I've seen you like our audience doesn't know you and you're not they're They're not seeing you, but I see you every week and you have literally shrunk and just, just doing it mm-hmm. a couple of times a week, just limiting the number of times you're eating, just, just having that eating window um, as tight or as wide as you need to have it. And you are you're dropping weight, you're, you're more productive, you're exercising, you're doing all the, those great things, but you're not even intermittent fasting every day. Like that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And I think people should find the thing that works for them and be consistent in it. Yes. Just be consistent, whatever that is. If it's once a week, then do your once a week, but be consistent in that once a week and um, don't cheat your experience. Yeah. 
Now, what about your family, your friends, your coworkers? How how they reacted to your fasting lifestyle? Um, you know, I think that the I have to first kind of go with my coworkers and particularly like my students because of course mm-hmm. they 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 already think I'm weird, right? Because I I definitely <laughs> have a different diet, but they eat they eat Roman noodles every day. So I mean, we have differences already. Mm-hmm. Um. But they, but they're very much aware of what and why, and mm-hmm. I often have conversations with them around their food choices, right? Like mm-hmm. in a more productive, positive way, in a non-judgmental way, because they see me working yeah. on it. They see my decisions. They see how I, um, you know, do or do not necessarily engage or eat all day. And they know I'm eating with them. So they're yeah. like, we're eating at two. Exactly. We're eating at two. Um, so I think that for my for that perspective, my coworkers and everybody are very aware of my goals. And it's funny because when you have goals, other people want to have goals. Yes. And I see it just as that, as the goal. And then, like I said, there are days you make the goal. There are days the goal changes. There's days where you're not even working on that goal. And I think it it opens up the conversation as a possibility for them to try it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, what, what are some of the biggest changes that you've noticed with eating, eating this way? For me, I think, you know, the immediate is sort of the weight Mm -hmm. gain loss and just tightening. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also the, the, um, the discipline, Mm, you just yeah. become a lot more disciplined in your eating. Yeah. Um, I also have noticed that. So I, um, I will tell you that drinking the water is a big challenge for me, mm-hmm. mostly because of I don't want to have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the day. <laughs> you don't want to stop. And I don't want to and... have to stop. It is a big deal for me. Yes. To have to stop. And I just have so much to do Going and so little on. time. Yeah. yeah. Students and I, it's a lot. Right. <laughs> so going to the bathroom is a production and I don't want to do the production. So right. <laughs> the water thing only happens on certain days. Mm-hmm. But I can feel it when I'm fasting. Like I mm-hmm. I can feel it. And yeah. so um that's an area that I, it would make a difference if I could find a way to have to to drink more water but my mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Well uh, outside of putting a uh, I don't know a little bucket or something. <laughs> I don't like going to the bathroom with those students. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. And um Kara, you are a vegetarian and I'm a pescatarian. Are you a pescatarian? Oh that's right because you do yeah you mm-hmm. do fish. Um, and so that's, I, I, for, for a minute there, and I remember this because we have fish all the time when you're over. Um, but can you talk a bit about what you actually eat? Um, what is, what is in your meal when you're eating? Oh, sure. Do do you, do you restrict anything? Do you, is there anything you, that is off limits or do you eat whatever you want? Well, the thing that is interesting probably about like, my eating is I mean because I do think about macros I eat very similar things 
you know, for the week. I I don't have a lot of diversity. Not because I don't not because I don't believe in it, but it's mm-hmm. just, you know, I sort of make three or four things and that is the meal for the week. Mm-hmm. Um and I also always eat breakfast, meaning I eat breakfast at two o'clock in the afternoon because mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. first meal. That's I don't really thing. think about it as necessarily the time the type of meal I just think about it as first meal second meal third meal right um and so my first meal of the day is always eggs or egg whites Mm -hmm. a yogurt of some kind generally and maybe an English muffin or some Mm -hmm. fruit Mm -hmm. and so I eat that at two Mm o'clock and then about um an hour to two hours later I'll eat my second meal Mm-hmm. And it's usually a vegetable, um, some fish or some tofu or some sort of protein. Um, and then like a quinoa. Mm-hmm. That's my second meal. And then I have a snack, usually some fruit or, and it may be something sweet. And then that's my third meal. And then my fourth meal maybe will be a dinner. And so sometimes that um, mirrors my, what my um, lunch meal was, my second mm-hmm. meal. But sometimes right. it's something totally different. different. But it's usually mm-hmm. something that's a lot smaller. And then I'm so I'll do about four or five meals a day, and that's it. Yeah. But I count everything as a meal, right? If I like, even if I just have like a snack, well, that's one of the meals. Okay. Okay. And and so your eating window is what? Is that six From hours? Two to eight. Two to yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And, and I love that it, you've, you've mentioned a lot of really good, healthy grains and fats in there, but you also, you know, have some sweets if you want. Yeah, and, I totally have sweets. Oh you my know, goodness. You, I'm you still have bread and you still, you know. Constant. Yes. Because <laughs> that's important. I think, I feel like people restrict because they're restricting time. They're also restricting what they eat. And sometimes for, I feel like for the most part, you don't have to restrict what you eat so much, as long as it's healthy and it's and it's good for you and it's good grains and good fats and good proteins. I say go for it. You know, yeah, I definitely have found that with the intermittent fasting, it it almost gives me permission to have the thing that I really want. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not gonna have it you know, after eight, like it gives yeah. me a You're little not having more it grace. all day long. Right? Yeah. It gives me a little more grace, which I need because, yeah. you know, that little sweet tooth. Of- yes. I know all about it. <laughs> Absolutely. So do you see yourself living like this for the long haul? Do you, do you see yourself doing this for, for the long term or is this kind of just for the now? What do you think? You know, it's interesting. I think, um, I could see myself doing this for the long term. Um, I think right now it is about, it's a great way to meet my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also find that goals shift and priorities shift. Mm. And so right now this is a priority and I very much love how it, the freedom that it allows me, it's allowing me to really achieve some of my um body composition goals but also not be so strict like you were saying mm-hmm. that I can have a snack or I can have some sweets so it allows mm-hmm. me to do both 
Mm-hmm. And as you know, things change, my goals may change, but I can see for the next year or two, definitely this being the approach because it does give me that freedom and I am seeing the kind of results that I really want to see. That's fantastic. That's so great. I'm so proud of you, Miss Kara Fuller. Thank you, dear. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm so proud of you and so excited for your journey and, and how far you've come. Um, it's not like you had a whole lot to lose, but I, I can definitely see it. And I'm really excited for you. Thank you, Marty. I definitely, you know, I started this journey immediately after hearing your your podcast and really um, felt like it was a new approach that I wanted to try. So mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for you for introducing me to it and having this platform to ask questions, to get information, to hear other people's journeys. It's really been beneficial and inspiring for my own journey. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for joining and hope to see you guys. Well, hope you guys tune in next week for another amazing um, guest. Well, we've come to the end of another OMAD Mama podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this information useful. Please don't forget to share it with your friends. Please also subscribe, rate, and comment. I'd really appreciate it. Please remember that this podcast is not to be used as your source for medical advice. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please talk to your doctor or medical provider. And before you go, check out the OMAD Mama website at www.omadmama.com. You'll find the OMAD Mama blog where I talk about the latest topics hitting the OMAD and fasting world, as well as my OMAD recipes that are quick, easy, and family friendly. You can also always find me on Instagram at omad underscore mama underscore love. Or send me an email at marty, M-A-R-T-I-E, at omadmama.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Thank you.